my tushy wet so to wipe it off for <laughs> it's indubitious and if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org. I chose the wrong music to start this particular happy hour, the happiest of hours. This is, music is a little too chill for the amazingness that's about to follow. An incredible comic out of L.A. is your guest host tonight. Put your hands together. Oh, uh, sets are about four minutes. Thanks for donating $2. If you're listening, please follow us on Instagram at Mutiny Radio SF. And now with this, I chose the wrong CD. The wrong CD was at top of the pile. But please... Clap your hands together for your host tonight. It's Yvette Fernandez! Yay, Yvette! Yay! Everybody clap for you! Yvette Fernandez, clap for your guest host tonight. Out of L.A. We're going to flap. Yay! She's awesome. Yeah! Yay! Keep it going for me. La, la, la. Going for Pam Benjamin. Yay! Who's the real hostess with the mostest, right? You guys? Mm, I know. Hey, it's so cool to be here today. Um, I used to actually work in broadcast radio, you know, and in broadcast radio, the old school kind, you know? Like, you couldn't say shit like this. You know what I mean? I mean, for real, shit like this would just get you, would get you fined. And now I can just say that all day long, and it just feels so good and so liberating, you know? I threw that shit out with my uh, transistor radio, too, huh? He's looking at me like, who is this old bitch? What's she talking about, right? Yeah, I don't care. I see you looking at me like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're like, don't worry. I have been told that I look like Selena, you know, the slain singer, had she lived another 25 years. I get it. I get that shit. Yeah, that's fucked up. Uh, I know. But I'm okay with it. I'm okay with that. And Chicas, let me tell you something. You just got to be at peace with getting older, you know, because it happens. And guys, too, just not as bad as it is for women, you know what I mean? So just find some peace with it because, you know, it happens to the best of us. Uh, but I think you just strategize and make it work for you, you know what I mean? That's what I do. Like, I'm like, uh, I used to live in Southern California, and I told myself, self, now you know hot flashes are coming. So I'm like, I just need to be in a cooler place. So that's why I'm here. Mm -hmm. See, she knows. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh -huh. Strategy. That's what I'm saying. It's just all about strategy, you guys. Uh, you know, like when you're younger, uh, we worry about our skin because of acne. Uh, and then when we're older, we worry about our skin because of wrinkles. Got the perfect solution for both of those. Cleavage. <laughs> Just saying, work it, right? Work it, mm-hmm. I love coming over here, too, also to uh, the mission area. I feel like I just left the financial district where it's like a bunch of old white people, and then you get into the subway, and then you come up, and like, fiesta, you're in Latino America. You know, it's pretty cool. I like that. You guys all into your inner ethnic self, right? You're like, I don't know about that. I don't know. But we should, you know? Like, right now, what's cool here is that people do celebrate a lot of different um, holidays, you know, but I think it's cool if we're, instead of it being more segregated that we can be like more multicultural. I'm saying this because I got this from my cousin. My cousin, he's like the ultimate Chicano, you know what I'm saying? Like he like just looks like the poster child from that, but he loves St. Patrick's Day. He does. He's like, you know, after throwing down a few of them green runs, he's like, orale, I'm a leprechaun. 
Yeah, no, okay. That was partially cultural and partially a drunk joke, okay? I guess you had to be drunk for that one? I don't know. But you know what's cool too is that we are in the midst of a, a really cool holiday that's coming up, you guys, in September. Probably all you guys are like, what's that, right? We don't know. Uh -huh. It's Mexican Independence Day. I know, you guys probably didn't know it, because most people think it's Cinco de Mayo, uh, pero no. Uh, and here's my theory. My theory is that the reason it's celebrated, Cinco de Mayo celebrated more here, uh, is just because it's just too hard for people to say 16 de septiembre. <laughs> right? Any bilingual? Who's my bilingual people? No, kinda, sorta, yeah? We get that. No, he's looking at me like, I am so white, I just don't know what the fuck she just said, right? Look at him. <laughs> All right, you guys, I understand we have a really full set here, and so I'm gonna kinda cut it short a little bit because there's some people who I know have to go, and then we'll continue on a little bit later. But first of all, I wanna remind you the, to please donate if you can, anything that you can do, and also, post on Instagram, right, Pam, to yeah, do that? Yeah, if you can't afford it, it's totally cool. Just uh, mm -hmm. take any picture you want and tag at Mutiny Radio SF, and that's worth two bucks to me, so thank you. Yay! Yay! Two bucks, two bucks, two buck Chuck, or Instagram post. Either one. All right, you guys, let's get on with it. Uh, first of all, let's bring up a very funny person to kick it all off for you, Shane Kenny. Yay! How y'all doing this evening? That's the spirit. Welcome back to Mutiny Radio, the boys and girls club for at-risk comedians. With your donations, we can give them all a set. So, I know what you're thinking. The uh, band didn't work out and now he's telling jokes. Pretty accurate. So, a couple years ago, my freshman year of college, my roommate got drunk and accidentally threatened to stab a party full of people. <laughs> what happened was, there was an after party at our apartment, full of people. My drunk roommate, getting hungry, pulls out a knife and starts cutting food. The drunk girl he's talking to playfully goes, hey, try not to stab me. And my roommate responds sarcastically, yeah, I'm gonna stab you. Only he forgets to the all-important sarcastic tone in your voice. So the drunk girl screams, the white boy's gonna stab me! All of her drunk friends in an echo, the white boy's gonna stab her! And they all vacate the party instantly. Yeah, they flood out the room, the door slams shut, and it's silence. My roommate standing confused in the kitchen has no idea what happened, and I collapse to the floor laughing. Few minutes later, our other housemate comes home expecting to find a party. Instead, he walks in, sees my drunk roommate holding a knife in the kitchen, confused as to why the party ended, and me laughing my ass off on the floor, trying to get words out of my mouth to explain what happened. It was the most bizarre and greatest end to a party I've ever been to. This is awesome. The, the silence is very supportive. Trying out new materials like being the cool black guy in a film. You have the best of intentions, but you know you're not making it to the end. So, golf is the most boring way of spending time outside. No, yeah, why go to the beach or hike when you can stare at an unchanging lawn for three hours? So, as a baseball fan, I have a deep hatred of golf, mostly for the praise golfers give themselves. 
Like, what are you patting yourself on the back for? The ball's not going anywhere. You don't have to run, and the fans are asked to quiet down. Maybe golfers wouldn't be hitting the ball 200 yards every time if they had to deal with a baseball crowd. You know what I mean? 50,000 drunks screaming, you bum! Then their children going, you suck, and getting praised by their drunk parents. Getting drunk and heckling at baseball games is how my family and I bond. Legitimately, we can't have longer than a five-minute conversation if it's not about sports. They don't know stand-up or science, but they do know how to talk shit. <laughs> so, it's great, though. We, it's a great way of bonding. Common things we like to yell are, you couldn't hit water if you fell out of a boat. Or, you couldn't catch a cold during flu season. I was the only one, though, that ever got threatened with getting kicked out of a game. Yeah, steroid user was up to plate, striking out. I yelled, where's the needle when you need it, Brian? Major League Baseball did not like that remark. And it's funny, guys using steroids, A-okay. Um, Calling out steroid usage, suddenly they care about ethics. It's a fascinating lesson I learned that day. I'm Shane Kenny. Thank you. Come on, he deserves a little bit more than that. Keep it going, you guys. Keep it going. Let's get some good energy happening here for everybody. All right, and let's keep it flowing because we're going to go straight into our next guy because I know he's got to go someplace else, so I'm trying to get in there. All right, please put your hands together for Tim Pizza. everybody. Uh, about 15 years ago when I was 25, I kind of freaked out and I was like, I need some fucking answers. I don't know what's going on in this world. It's like, it was awful. And, uh, I got so freaked out that I got a credit card and I went to the airport and then I went to Amsterdam. I was just looking for, for answers. You know, I didn't, I didn't even know what the questions were. So I finally make it over to Italy about three weeks later, and I go see my ancestors, people that I've never met before, family all over the place, and this aunt I've never met like pulls me aside and she goes, hey, Kiara got dumped by her boyfriend last week. Can you hit on her? And I'm like, dude, she's my cousin. She's like, no, that's okay here. And I'm like, so this is why I have club feet. Uh, well, that's an answer to one of the questions. Actually, now things are going a little bit better. I'm engaged. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, living with someone and like trying to keep that uh, relationship interesting and funny is, is kind of tricky sometimes. Like, I came home the other night with uh, a couple T-bone steaks, and I was like, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna grill these. She's like, Oh man, this is gonna be awesome. You know, it was early in the day, so she's like, I want to bake uh, apple pie. She's like, will you take me to the store to get breadcrumbs? They took her to the park. Uh, ever have something really weird, just like totally bizarre, fuck your life up for like two weeks? I walked into a liquor store and I heard a song. 
and it got pounded in my head for two weeks. Like, I thought something was medically wrong with me. Do you guys remember the band, uh, you guys are all pretty young, uh, Go West. One Hit Wonder. It was, uh, because I'll tell myself I'm over you because I'm the king of wishful thinking. It was the worst song ever. (laughs) Every morning I woke up for two weeks with that shit blaring my head. I almost went to a fucking psychologist. Like, I thought something was seriously fucking wrong with me. It was fucking weird. Like, how do, you, how do you deal with that shit? You know, and it's like, you know, I mean, I've had a lot of fucked up things happen to me. Like, I recently was sexually assaulted for the first time. It was weird. Uh, I was commuting to Sacramento, and uh, I went over the Golden Gate Bridge. And um, so if you take the 101, and then you cut over the 37 to the 80. Does anybody know what I'm talking about here? Okay, you know that bird sanctuary right by Sears Point? Yeah, so I pull over there and I had some lunch. I was like, I'm gonna sit here until the traffic's over. It's a white work truck. And uh, I go watch like the uh, hawks float, what they call them, tendrils, when they're just going up and down, they're hunting the bird prey, the sun's going down, it's fucking gorgeous. And uh, I'm walking back and there's this white work truck. I figure there's some other white dude just chilling, trying to beat the traffic just like me. And the guy kicks open his door and is fucking fully naked and he's just beating off and staring at me. <laughs> and like, I mean, all this shit is just flashing through my head. I'm like, was I sucking the bread off the corn dog I had? Like, I mean, was it my, was it my pants that I'm wearing? Like, I was blaming myself. And then I took control of the situation and I locked eyes with him. I could see like the projaculate like starting to come out and this guy's fucking staring at his abs are getting all splotchy and he's like right about to rip and I look him in the eyes and I go I'm gonna kill myself you know I will cause I'm the king of wishful thinking you guys aren't dark enough (laughs) man I used to love bird watching don't do that anymore and I don't like eye contact uh, that really happened. I didn't sing the song to him. I just like ran away and put it out of my head for weeks and then uh, never talked about it until right now. <laughs> um, so there's that. Uh, anyways, um, I used to love animals. It was like I knew all about them. I used to love birds. It would be like I'd go to the zoo and I'd learn all the cool animal groupings like, I don't know, three or more uh, uh, three more raccoons is called a gaze. It's kind of cool because they're always kind of watching you, right? And like three or more giraffes is called a tower. Um, you know, everybody knows three or more crows is called a murder. And uh, three or more white dudes is a date rape. <laughs> Thanks, I'm Tiffany Pizza. <laughs> Keep it going for him. He did a great job. Great job. Well, what was that new terminology that you just said? The pre-what? Pre-ejaculated. I learned something today. He schooled us, didn't he? Yeah, everybody's kind of still, we're still thinking about it. Wondering. I don't know. I'm just saying. Uh, maybe, I think it was, it was, it hit me because I just got off of work and I was like, oh, I'm not ready for that. I, I don't know. I was just, did you just get off work too? No? 
you know, oh, you're independently wealthy, huh? Is that what it is? Like, he's got the Uber. He's going to take all of us home on a ride so we don't have to pay, right, because you're the one that's got all the money in, the, in this place. Is that what it is? How lucky is that? Yeah. No, see, I just got off my second and third job and stuff like that because I'm just a poe child. Know what I'm saying? Sucks. Sucks being poe. So poe that you can't even afford the rest of the word, right? Just poe. P-O. Poe. I know. That shit sucks. Huh? He's looking at me like, I know what you're talking about, my sister, right? Mm -hmm. He's like, no, I don't know what she's talking about. Look at her. He's like, what? <laughs> no, you guys, I used to, um, I, I, since I've been up here too, I've also been uh, doing uh, some different jobs, right? So one of them is uh, pouring wine, which is kind of weird, you know? Uh, like, I started finding out, have you guys seen that now they have wine and weed tours? Did you know that? Wine and weed tours. Like, I'm like, that's really, I thought that doesn't kind of go together, but it actually kind of does, you know? Like, I didn't know very much about weed, I have to confess, because, you know, I just got to my altered states, what I considered the regular way, which was with a box of wine and some Xanax. You know, I mean, cheap, right? That's exactly it. But uh, then I got schooled on it a bit, you know? And then here, you know, pouring wine stuff, you start learning all these things. Like, you find out that there's all these descriptives, you know, that it's fruity, or that it's this, or that it's that. Come to find out that they do have a lot in common, which is just basically, look, this is the shit. It'll get you fucked up, buy it. That's all they really need to know for either one of those tours. That's what I'm saying. All right, I see you guys would love that. Hey, Zorba. Nice to see you. Thank you. This is Zorba, you guys, everybody. Cool. All right, you guys. Let's say hello to our next comic coming to the stage, gracing our stage. Please welcome Ann Chun. Okay. Clap your hands if you're not dating. Yeah. Okay, like... 20 percent it's pretty good i don't feel so alone anymore uh i've been taking a break from dating for some time because uh in case my comedy career doesn't work out i have a plan b i'm gonna become a nun yeah no actually i would be a really bad nun um i've been taking a break from dating because i want to learn how to love myself yeah and also, to be honest, um, I found it very difficult to be fucking and dating at the same time. And between the two, I'm definitely more prepared for one of them. Like, I was a cross-country runner. Yeah. yeah! And I grew up watching my parents, like, hugging each other once. That was like the most affection I've seen and it was when my grandpa, my dad's dad died. Um, so yeah, I'm definitely more well-trained for the other um, one, one of those things. And I was telling my girlfriend, Tiffany, this. I was like, Tiffany, I don't think I'm gonna get married. And she was like, oh no, you're not gonna die alone. I was like, that's interesting. I don't. That is not what I said at all. Uh, like, since when did getting married mean that you're gonna die with someone at the same time? Like, th this is why I'm jealous of couples who kill themselves together, you know? Like, when they're exchanging their vows, like, till death do us part, they might as well give each other, like, a shit ton of cocaine and overdose together. Just get it done with. 
right? Um, but I was like, Tiffany, by the way, I know I'm not going to die alone, bitch, because I'm going to move next door to you, and I'm going to wait till your husband dies because you're an Asian woman, I'm an Asian woman. Statistically speaking, we're going to outlive everybody. <laughs> And once he dies, we're gonna move into a beach house together and make vibrators like Grace and Frankie, right? Yeah, yes, that's where I'm mentally at. I'm mentally, you know, in my 70s. Yeah. <laughs> and what's gonna happen is we're gonna make vibrators together and we're just gonna die from having a bunch of orgasms. It's gonna be like, I just gonna, this is my first time doing this. I am hella nervous doing this in front of a bunch of dudes. It's gonna be like, oh, Tiffany, Tiffany, are you ready? And that's how, that's how I'm gonna die with my best friend, Tiffany. Oh my God, that was, that was rough. I need to work on that in the shower. Uh, I don't know. Should I do this in the show tomorrow, <laughs> Robert, in front of my coworkers, including the VP of the company? Fuck. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta fake come confidently. God, I have, that's funny. I haven't had a lot of practice fake coming actually, so that says a lot about my character. <laughs> I'm an honest God woman. Um, I'm gonna give some time back, but you guys have been awesome. Ooh. I felt that look in your Wow, how lucky is Anne hasn't had to fake come. <laughs> I'm just saying that becomes one of a, a woman one of a woman's best assets later, which is how to fake it. Whew. I'm just Okay, you know, see, you see why no one in the room laughed because they were all men. They didn't want to hear that shit. I'm just, I'm just telling you, that's all. All right, you guys, we're gonna keep it going. But see, Pam knew too. She was like over there going like, uh, yeah, yeah, we get it. We all get it. All right, here we go. Uh, coming up to the stage next is Pete Balmer. Oh yeah, thanks guys. It's gonna be hard to follow that last thing ended. Shout out to you. That's impressive. I was sitting there and this guy goes just like he's like, she's gotta sell that harder. I'm like <laughs> Which is just like I wanna see her come again. That was really like that joke. Uh, <laughs> Uh, there's a lot of a lot of people getting shot these days. It's not good, uh, I, and they're blaming violent. Or saw, sorry. Also, I had like an afternoon iced coffee, so if my nips are hard, I'm a little bit jumpy. That's just what's going on today. Don't worry about it. Eyes up here, you know. Um, yeah, violent. And the, they're blaming violent video games for uh, for a lot of the school shootings. And um, I actually can kind of see that, you know, because growing up, my favorite video game was Super Mario 64, and now I love jumping on turtles. <laughs> I'm banned at Petco. It's a big problem, but uh, you know, you do what you can. Um, no, I, I don't. I'm kidding. I don't believe that. Obviously, um, I think. However, I, I do think video games are like getting a little bit too realistic to the point where they're kind of like disturbing to play sometimes. Like I played this new game recently called Red Dead Redemption 2, and it's like an yeah, it's like an intense game. It's a cowboy game. I was going around cowboying it up, and I shot a bad guy. And he died, and that was cool. I was fine with that. What I wasn't okay with was after he died, his daughter came out of the building behind him, saw what I had done, and started crying. It's like, oh, okay, this is no longer a game. 
I'm causing long-term psychological damage to a child, a seven-year-old cowgirl, and they don't even have like a bonus mode where I can take up a second side job and send monthly checks to the widow to pay for what I've done. Not okay, okay. Probably went too long in that last part, right? Lost a lot of you. Okay, good to know, good to know. Have the recording on Meeting Radio, gonna learn a lot, sweet. Um, do, 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 do. I actually work for a phone game company myself. That's cool. No, it's not. Um, we don't make fun games. We make like phone slots games. Uh, I had to explain my job to my grandma recently, and that was hard. I had to be like, all right, grandma, so you know like slot machines, uh huh, and you know phones? It's like a slot machine that you can play on your phone. And she was like, oh, okay. Um, and do people play the game so they can win money? And I had to explain, like, no, you actually can't make any money. Uh, but you can just make more coins, which you can use to do more slots. And what she said was, oh, that's nice. But she had a look in her eye that was saying, like, I I've been alive for too long. <laughs> Everything's dumb now. I was around when they invented slot machines and phones. Now my grandson's using both to commit fraud. <laughs> I can probably just die. <laughs> Uh, a lot of my friends are, are really straight guys, and uh, that could be kind of frustrating because in my experience, really straight guys really like talking about one specific topic of conversation. Shout out if you think you know what it is. All right, cool. Some of you have heard this joke before. Some of you don't want to participate in a crowd work at an open mic. Either way, hats off to you. I would be right there with you. Um, my friends like talking about sports a lot, and that's a bummer for me because I don't pay attention to sports. I don't follow sports. I'm sure that's surprising to some of you. I know I look like I pay for the golf channel. <laughs> don't, though. Um, so I end up in these conversations that I don't really know how to participate in. All of a friend say something like, uh, oh, I think the Jaguars are going to have a really tough year this year. I'll still come in, try to do my best. I'll come in and be like, oh, no way dude that's the fastest animal in South America <laughs> they're gonna have a great year <laughs> my friend back like, obviously it's not what I'm talking about I'm talking about like the the NF the the Jacksonville Jaguars I'm like damn they got Jaguars in Florida yeah those ones are definitely fucked uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna do the rest of the joke <laughs> Ah, might as well fuck it. Uh, here's a, if, if you're in a sports conversation that you want to get out of, I've thought of a way that you can get out of this. Here's what you do. If you're in a sports conversation, you just lock eyes with whoever's talking about sports, right? Just make deep eye contact like right this. And then right when he's talking about sports, you're going to go like this. <laughs> That'll kill the conversation, right? Because like one of the key pillars, uh, first he'll be, ah, there's another part. He's be like, first he'll be like, oh, what are you doing? This is a nice restaurant. I've done this joke before, so I'm not that enthusiastic about it. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Give it up for your host. There's nothing there when nature takes its course. Yay, great tips. Great sports tips. Hey, you know what else uh, helps to kill the conversation when you're talking about sports is what I do, too, is you just start talking to them about, like, yeah, but did you like their outfit? I just didn't like their outfit. I didn't like the colors. I don't know. Immediately. Another killer for the sports conversation. Just to let you guys know. Yeah, just play all, get all girl up on it, right? Oh, I didn't like his butt. Did you like his booty? Uh-huh. See, totally changes it around. Right, right, right? See? Mm -hmm. All right, you guys. All right, let's keep it going now uh, for Murad Shaki. Right? No, we're not going to keep it going for him because I don't know what happened to him. He went AWOL on us, right? He just couldn't wait for us. Mm, I don't know. He had to go on for his second or third job like me, too. That's what it is. All right, you guys. How are you guys feeling? Good? Are we doing good? We're feeling good? Yeah, because we have like 57 more comics to go tonight. Do we need to like stand up, stretch, take, do downward yoga, down, you know, downward dog yoga pose? There we go. I can't even say it. No, we're all good. We're ready to plow on. Okay, so let's bring to the stage now a very funny young man, Kyle Morrissey. Yay! Cool. All 
All right, happy Friday, everybody. Um, I went and saw the new Stephen King It movie today. Um, yeah, it came out today. It, I'm, I'm just like one of those guys where I'm there like the, the day of. I had the day off. I'm unemployed. I, I had the day off. Um, and uh, I went I went by myself. I love I love going to the movies alone. It's like it's like my me time. Um, but I used like you know the apps they got like Movie Pass, Cinemark. I use Cinemark because it's like you get your one free movie a month. Um, but I they they don't let you book your own seat. You have to book a seat next to already reserved seats. So I, cause the, the, the site is like, we don't want any gaps in reservations. So I got to be like the one dude who like goes and just sits next to the only other group of people in the theater. Like I'm like violating the urinal r like rules. Like this complete, completely defeats the purpose. Like I got to like walk up, shut the fuck up. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Starler. I don't know where that came from. I don't know where that came from. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I the the it movie was terrible. I'm in a bad mood. It was not good. Um <laughs> that felt good. <laughs> um anyway, yeah, I just I gotta be the one random dude like walking up to the only other group in the theater. Just like I love clowns. <laughs> like it's fucking weird. Um <laughs> It's re it's really weird. Um, I really I I I like you. Like like it, it, I would have done that to anybody. Um, I think. Um, I was uh anyways I was uh, waiting in line uh, with my girlfriend at Walgreens yesterday and and when we walked out uh, she was like there's some dude in there who's totally eye raping me. I was like, really? Like, no, give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, maybe he was just having sex with you with his eyes. <laughs> like, like, why you gotta jump to rape? Like, like, why do you think that's the first thing he jumps to in his imagination? It's like sexual assault. Like, maybe he was just making love to you with his eyes. Like, maybe that's what he thinks eye consent means, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> what, do you guys, what do you guys think the secret to a healthy relationship is? Nah, I I think it's doubt. I think it's like uncertainty and doubt. <laughs> like, because uh, there's like, you know, uh, everyone talks about how dating is hard nowadays, and I agree. You got like tons of apps. You know, people don't really get married that much. Divorce rates are still pretty high. Uh, there's polyamory. You know, like you're not emotionally mature enough to commit to one person, so you got to make up a fake relationship status and justify it by saying you're progressive when deep down you just don't understand yourself and you're scared. I totally get it. Like, I totally get it. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's why a little bit of uncertainty, a little bit of, a little bit of fear is, is is a good thing. Like every morning, my girlfriend and I look at each other, just like I don't trust you. Like that's that's love. Like that that's what love is. Like grow up, dive in. You know, just commit. Um, no, I'll I'll, hmm, I'll end with it. No, I don't think I have enough time. Um, that was uh that was that was a wild ride. All right, bye. for Kyle and his uh, Tourette's appearance. Uh, okay. Yeah, that, that was good. That was good. You scared him. You scared everybody, as a matter of fact. Everybody had to, we, you weren't looking, but we all passed around some Xanax. We're like, woo, some shit's going down here. You know what I mean? Because this is the place for shit to go down. I don't know if you guys know that. I heard. That, I'm just saying, I heard. I wasn't here to witness it, but I heard. So, I don't know. 
Anyway, all right, you guys, let's keep it going now and bring up to the stage Cody Abe. Hey, that's Abe Rinkin to you, motherfucker. <laughs> all right, no. <laughs> So uh, yeah, uh, my name is Cody Abe. I uh, hmm, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm a Japanese. The headband is for emphasis. Uh, you know, I, I like to imagine myself as a sushi chef that gave up. Just like imagine like an old abandoned sushi warehouse, right? You see a guy come in. He's like, "We need you. We need you, Cody, for one last nigiri." And I'm just there, like, no. You know I've hung up my knives after the pufferfish incident. <laughs> Instead of Jiro dreams of sushi is uh, Jiro I dreamt of sushi and now I might be a murderer. <laughs> Yikes. I'm sorry. Um, but no, uh, like as an Asian male, you know, this thing happens where you, uh, you know, you kind of date non-Asian women sometimes. They uh, fetishize you for being Asian. You're a little young and you're naive about that fact, and you ignore all the signs. You know, like on the first date, she called, She said that her previous three boyfriends are Asian. Uh, on her second date, she says, I wanna call you my buff dumpling. And on our third date, she says, give me your Asian cock. And uh, you know, uh, when that happened to me, I didn't know what to do. I really didn't know what to do. I came, and then after that, um, I pulled back. Didn't want to get it all over her, um, and uh, I, I, I didn't know what to say, so I dropped the L word on her. You know, I called her a lacist fucking cunt. <laughs> and then she came. Uh. And she came. She really liked that. It was a win-win situation. Not really, though. I'm not Vietnamese, as I've mentioned before. <laughs> um, neither was she. She's white. But you know, like she, I was her first Japanese boyfriend. You know, she she had the egg roll, she had the lumpia, she had the Korean spicy pork, and now she's getting my wagyu beef. And uh, I'm just proud to be part of that Asian man charcuterie platter she's been making over the years. I had to break up with her though, because uh, she was a liar. She did this thing where she lied to me about saying that those string quartet covers of pop songs are better than the original, and I just couldn't live with that, you know? If you don't know what that is, by the way, that's where, you, that's where musicians take violins and cellos and they make pop songs worse. And then they gentrify the fuck out of them. I don't know how that's possible, but I, you know, I, I had to really just cut it off because uh, nothing's better than the original, and she's just a fucking liar, okay? Nothing's better than the original, really. Think about it. Stranger Things 2, Dale Earnhardt Jr., World War II, <laughs> all those things worse than the original. You guys like movies? I know Kyle does. My, one of my favorite movies is uh, Shanghai Noon. Love that movie. When I was growing up, uh, I saw it when I was really young, and I was like, Mom, that's what I want to do for the rest of my life. I want to be Chinese. <laughs> and uh, she told me, like, you can't do that. You can't be Chinese. And I didn't have a role model like Rachel Dolezal to show me that that stuff was possible. <laughs> but, you know, it turns out just 
to be Jackie Chan in America, just being Asian makes me Jackie Chan. Like, I can find a black friend and we're rush hour. And no one's going to question me and say, he's not Chinese. He bombed Pearl Harbor. Thank you, everybody. Excellent, excellent. A laces cunt. Dude, I want a t-shirt that says that. I think that'd be great. You should get that. You should get that made. I definitely could have. That, I like that one a lot. Hey, I wanted to ask you a question because we're a di little diversion here um, because there's only a few people of color in here, so I thought I'd just ask this. But, uh, you know, like within the black community, within the Latino community, there are spectrums. You know, I don't know if you guys know this, but they're like we have like racism within our groups and stuff, too. Um, do, do Asian groups, communities have that as well, too? Like, for example, in a, with like black communities and, and Latino communities, there's a thing called the brown paper bag test. You ever heard of that shit? Where it's like, that's your, that's the spectrum, whether you're too dark or too light. You know what I mean? Is that, does that exist also? It's the A minus test. Oh, the A minus <laughs> test. I, I thought you were going to say like a math test of some kind. So I just, you know, yeah, I was right there with you. You're an A minus. Gotcha. Gotcha. Very good. That wasn't really part of it. It's just really something I wanted to know, you guys. Uh, I know. That was part of Okay. All right. Let's keep it moving now. Let's go. Let's give a hand to Jacob Contreras, you guys. Cool. It's my first time here, and uh, probably even said before, but I didn't realize I walked into a shrine like for the rabbit from Donnie Darko over here. Like, I had no idea where to get this paraphernalia beforehand, but now I have an idea. Uh, guys, uh, my dad's been telling me every day for the last few weeks that I look like a Pandoria Jesus, which if you don't speak Spanish means Mexican Bakery Jesus. But no, I've also got him like a young Steve Buscemi. Yeah, I think it's the, I think it's the eyes, man. I think it's the crazy eyes. But no, someone came up to me the other day and they're like, hey man, with the kind of shitty beard and then like, you know, the long hair, you look pretty homeless. It's like, oh, that's awesome, you know. When I decided to go for this look, I didn't look any of those things in mind. I thought I was going to be more like a lumberjack, you know. Instead, I looked more like Lieutenant Dan with working legs. All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> no, I, uh, I smoke a lot of pot, obviously, and I spent about three hours last week watching this show called Amish Mafia. Before I decided to ask myself the question, why the fuck do the Amish have a mafia? So like instead of doing drive-bys, they're doing buggy downs. Jebediah, fetch me my musket. I have spying to do. Tis the Lord's work. But like, no, like, what's the worst that ever happens is the Amish ever to get a hold of you, right? We take you back down to the country farm, make you churn some butter. Oh, Jebediah, you are a hard but a fair man. Maybe next time I'll pick a team that covers a the spread. They're just butter jokes, folks. That's all they are. <laughs> uh, you know, um... I was talking to a friend recently about dating. I'm just trying to explain to me, you know, the older we get, the more complicated dating is going to be. Like, you're going to date someone who has a kid, potentially. And that really, like, stuck with me. Like, so much to the point where I've decided recently to change how I date. I think I'm just going to date chicks with kids my age. That way, at least afterwards, I have someone to hang out with, you know? just need a friend, guys. That's all I'm looking for, really. <laughs> but no, like, uh, dating's getting really weird. Uh, very cliche term. But, like, starting to like, I had my first adult crush, which is weird because I usually used to, like, Tinder and, like, 2 a.m. drunk hookups, which, you know, it says I don't have the highest standards, but at least I know where I stand at those points, you know? And, like, it's different than as me, like, a kid, you know? Like, kid, used to, like, a no. As an adult, you send, like, I send, like, my Hulu login and hope to see, like, she added a device to my account. It's like, oh, yes, she's into me. She's using my Hulu now. 
Um, but no, it's just, you know, it's just a weird thing. Uh, trying to figure that one out, guys. Um, uh, anybody here been to Reno before? Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> no, Reno's a shitty place, dude. It's like, you know, someone decided to take a trailer park and just build a casino right in the middle of that son of a bitch. And then they have that dassy dressed up all cute, you know, Reno, the world's biggest little city. That's like if I walked around with a sign and said, world's biggest little penis. <laughs> At least if somebody saw that, they go, that guy's probably oversharing, but he's being honest, for sure. <laughs> um, guys, I think about getting a new tattoo, you know, and like, just like any tattoo, it's like, it's got no specific meaning or like intent behind it. It's just really just, I'm gonna get a design, all my ankles matching design, and it's just gonna be like inside of my socks, you know, because it's already there all day without noticing what's the point of just getting it there permanently, you know? Okay, um, leave you guys on this. I smoke a lot of pot, right? And sometimes I get high and I lose important things. But by the time I find what I'm looking for, uh, my grandma just doesn't need her heart medication anymore. It's just too late. All right, I think it's my time, everybody. Majika, thank you. Keep it going for Jacob, you guys. Keep it going for Jacob. And how about a hand for Pam? Pam is doing an awesome job back there, of course, and the actual host of the show, right, you guys? The, yes, yes, snaps, exactly it. All right, you guys, let's keep it going. Please welcome to the stage, Kelly Evans. Hello, friends. How's everyone doing? I know... All of you at this point, except for that guy, he's here to watch. We have an audience member, by the way. Everybody talk just to him. Should we just stare at him? Yeah, no, no, no. This is how it's going to be the entire set. They've heard my material. I don't give a fuck. At this point, if I get their laughter, it's a nice bonus. I don't really, I'm not seeking it. I don't care. Just like my parents' approval, I gave up on searching for that a long time ago. You know? All right, enough sharing. <laughs> Uh, I love fast food. I'm a big fast food fan. And yes, I realize I'm wearing velvet and look like I have strong opinions about jazz. The world is full of contradictions. Fucking get used to it, okay? I like fast food. I love it. I eat it all the fucking time. My girlfriend actually told me I should eat healthier. She's like, why don't you eat some cauliflower? And I told her, I was like, well, is cauliflower going to give me night terrors? Because that's the kind of food experience I'm looking for, all right? I want to feel pain both awake and asleep after I eat. Is that... Too much to ask for about food? Hello, Cole Chapman. Come on in. I know. You're, we got a scooter for you if you want it. Thank you. Oh, that's yours? You're the worst person ever. Please. I understand you don't want to get stolen, but it's just, anyway. Under the chairs or, it's all right. We're, you're eating my time now. Um, that horn is coming any moment. The fuck was I saying? So I love fast food, but San Francisco makes it like next to impossible to eat fast food in the city. There are only like four spots in the entire city. It's like a Taco Bell, a KFC, and then like a KFC Taco Bell. Like that's it. Maybe McDonald's, but I consider that gourmet cuisine. Not the point. The point is you have to drive past other better restaurants to get to Taco Bell and get six crunchy tacos. You could have eaten 20 minutes ago, but I want six fucking tacos. Why? because I've given up on shame, you know? Like, that's the way I feel about it, all right? And then you get there, and they really, like, 
do not sell themselves. Okay, let's talk about that. You go to a Taco Bell, I don't know, in like Walnut Creek or some nice suburb, right? It's really nice inside. It's clean. They're friendly. They're like, hey, would you want any extra sauce? Take 15. Have a great day, Kelly. Like they memorize my first name. I'm like, fucking awesome. These people are great. You walk into a Taco Bell in this city, and they are openly hostile to you, like immediately. They're like, you want six tacos? That's disgusting. I'm like, thank you for the tacos uh, and destroying my self-esteem. That's a little bit mean, but that's fine. And God forbid you have to use the fucking restroom in one of these places, because like there are so many layers of security for some reason. It's intense. You have to get like a key that's attached to a spoon, that's attached to a fork, that's attached to like, I don't know, some other utensils. So you're just trained of utensils you're taking to the bathroom, and then you got to download an app, and then you got to, this is my only joke. This is <laughs> Well, fuck that. All right. Uh, I did want to say, oh, God damn it. Um, what else did I want to say? Uh, here's one. Uh, characters are like the Simon Cowell of the art world. Like, it's just if you ever want to feel horrible about yourself and have all your physical insecurities pointed out, get a character. That's the way, like, the, it's amazing how a failed art student can show you everything that's wrong with you. You know, like, it's like, I don't know how he, how he captured the self-doubt and insecurities. You know, that's pretty, it's pretty impressive. It's going in the trash. Uh, thank you very much. It's my time. Kelly Evans. Kelly Evans, you guys. Keep it going for Kelly Evans. Did an awesome job. All right. Yeah, I feel the same way. There's just different cultures, you know, a different culture, a different feel for every city that you go to. You know, you, you can feel that. Like the first time I came here to San Francisco, I mean, I, here's what I noticed is that how different things are like when people can just walk around naked, you know, in most other cities, you're gonna get arrested for that shit, you know? Like the very first thing that I came to was a, uh, it was a bike riding event and people were showing up riding their bike and they were just wearing a helmet and tennis shoes. I mean, I'm like, what? Although a couple of guys, though, they did have rings around their junk, you know? And I was like, so is that for aerodynamic purposes? I'm just asking, you know, that's, that was, it was a question. All right, you guys, let's keep it going now. Who we have next? Jeff. Where's Jeff? Yes, Jeff Dean. Thank you. Oh, this is, per this is perfect. Put my phone. Hey. This is my time, all right, sir? I'm just kidding. Um, I'm from Reno. Who was that goofball making fun of us early, huh? No one makes fun of Reno. No, <laughs> I actually like being from Reno. I, I like being from Reno and living in San Francisco because whenever I tell someone that I'm from Reno, I've already exceeded their expectations. They look at me like, you're not a backyard wrestler? Well, that's crazy. You know, I love the feeling of ex exceeding their expectations too. You know, it feels great. So I even play up my struggle a little bit. I'll be like, yeah, I'm from Reno, born and raised. Well, raised. Uh, I actually don't know where I was born. I don't even know who my real parents are. See, uh, the woman who raised me, who I call mom, she found me as a baby floating in a river picked me up out of a bayonet and raised me. So I don't I could be from anywhere, but probably Lake Tahoe. It's where this it's where the river starts. So okay. <laughs> I have ADD. Um 
And ADD, it's frustrating because a lot of people don't even think ADD is real. They think that I just made it up to get meth, <laughs> and I didn't, okay? Um, like, I read an article that said that ADD uh, is, is really just because uh, we have phone addiction and our mind is scattered. And if that's the case, then why do I lose my phone so much, huh? Like, ADD just affects, affects me in different ways. Like, there are restaurants I can't go to because they thought I was stealing. I just forgot to pay. Um, or like, I, I don't listen to cashiers. Never. I always, I never listen to cashiers. After a bad interaction with a cashier, I say, Jeff, you got to listen to those cashiers, you know? They say important stuff. And then I get another cashier, and I'm like, uh-oh, you know, I forget. And they'll say something, and I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I just answer yes or no to, based on the inflection of whatever I heard, you know, which was, blah, 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 you know. And uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then they'll say, are you sure? And I'm like, I'm like, do I look unsure of myself? You know, I get offended now. And then, and then they ring me up. And uh, I'm about to grab my stuff, and I'm like, you know, are you going to bag, you know? And then I realize, oh, fuck, he asked if I needed a bag, didn't he? You know? And and I, I don't want him to know. You know, he's looking at me like this guy, this fucking idiot wasn't listening to me, was he? And uh, I, I'm a very proud man, so I just I just grab all the groceries, and, and, and then I drop them, and I, I, I run away. I leave forever. I never go back to that grocery store. That's what I do every time. Um, I'm going to stop there. Thank you, guys. All right. That was great. I mean, and you made it through every, every several... Sub Every single sentence, see, I can't even talk. Every single sentence without getting distracted, that's really good for somebody who has your condition. I'm just saying, you should get together with him with the PTSD, you know what I mean? You guys make a great, great couple. Okay, he's like, hmm, let's just talk about all of our medical ailments. Is that what we're gonna do? Hmm. All right, you guys, let's bring up the next medical ailment. Uh, please uh, welcome Stephen Asifo. <laughs> the music oh Jeff left man oh. I didn't know if that would trigger anything in here okay we'll figure oh it's for the window for the window uh, two things about me I live in the mission and I'm a gentrifier and the, the best way to uh, I would recommend you know if you are a gentrifier is support your local community man uh, that's one thing I always try and do that's why I always eat at the, the local taquerias you gotta do that shit man support local businesses uh, it's also why I can no longer eat at Chipotle I can't do that shit man I found out that Chipotle is based off of the mission taquerias you know the, the guy who created fucking Chipotle he, he ate at one Right, he was here for culinary school. He ate at one, and he was just like, "I can gentrify this." Right, he keeps eating. He's like, "Needs less flavor," and then he takes it over to you know his friend. He's like, "Look, I got this idea. Don't call me crazy." And then he's like, "Are you sure?" Like that, I think we probably need to differentiate a little bit. He's like, "Hmm, 
Had diarrhea. And then they went with Chipotle. They did millions of you guys know the Chipotle story at this point. Um, now, the, the part that I thought was cool for a little bit was that there's no Chipotle, like, in the mission. And I was like, oh, that's actually... If we're, if we're claiming territory, they, they got the short end of the stick on that one again. Chipotle is like everywhere. Mission just gets a 10, 20 block radius, uh, whatever they want to call that shit. All right. That went exactly how I'd written it. <laughs> so next on this is boom. My favorite sport is battle rap. I don't know if you guys follow that shit. That shit is the fucking legit dog. URL TV, grind time, fucking king of the dot. And I like that shit, man. Uh, huh? <laughs> Fuck yeah, dog. This is real shit, man. You battle rap? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you write for battle rappers? No, no, I perform on each one of What 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 league do you perform on? For real? Wait, what's your stage name? It's Robo, but Robo? Oh shit, were you at uh oh shit, I was just with Pass the other day. Uh yeah, yeah. Damn, dude, what's up? Uh, is it, I'm I'm not gonna lie, I've never seen or heard any of your battles, but it's not no no disrespect, man. Pass is a legend. Passwords, he's out in Oakland, dog. Uh, town business. I I learned a lot of shit from from battle rappers. But um, yeah, I I think that's dope, man. I have a lot of respect for battle rappers because it's a lot of like lyrical assault with your imagination, uh, which is which is really what it is. Like I saw one dude, he was just like, uh, fuck. He's like, yo, I kill you, then go to your mama's crib and pour your ashes out. And then after the end of the battle, they dab each other up. Yo, good yo, good battle, dog. <laughs> Right. Uh, <laughs> right. And I think we could handle a lot more disputes like that because one is very thought out. The, the cool thing about battle rap, which is very unlike this comedy arena, is that battle rap, you can only say the meanest shit that you can think of to one specific person one time. And then you can never say it again. If you do, that's considered recycling and it's considered a no, no. And you can't you can't continue in the sport. You can't do that shit. Right. Uh, so I have so much respect for those motherfuckers. Um, that's all I had on it right now. I just wanted to share that. I, uh, I don't know um, what else I wanted to say real quick. I wanted to say, oh, shit, elementary school gave me anxiety. Why? Because of toxic ma masculinity. Um, kids, all, kids always wanted to fight for no reason. We would go to the bathroom. One thing that we always wanted to do was to try and see how strong we were. So we'd punch each other in the chest and see, like, who would get winded and if you got winded you were a bitch so um that's where i'll end that one because i'm out of time but thank you guys very much oh very cool so a gentrifier huh you just admit that yeah yeah he, he must be rich that's what it is right it's not about the color it's about the money i'm just saying I'd like to be a gentrifier, like of my own home, like to pay my own rent, you know, I'm just kidding, okay. All right, you guys, let's bring up your next person, uh, Robert Hudson. Yay! All right. I also, I also wish Jeff did not leave. I kind of wish fucking Capital were here. He's the shit. Uh, and I wish that my name was Jeff and I had a bad sense of humor. Uh, not because I want to uh, punch anyone, but I really just kind of want uh, a bear hug from Matthew Quirk. That's, that's really the goal. They just, yeah, they look warm. They look embracing. Um, yeah, yeah, I went on a date with this girl recently, and uh, she said, oh, you remind me of Spider-Man, but before he got powers. 
Yeah, that was just after like introductions. Uh, and I was like, you know what, that's offensive. Because uh, I was bitten by a radioactive spider. And I didn't get powers. I just became a huge Imagine Dragons fan. <laughs> Whoa, uh, radioactive, radioactive. Uh, saw Hamilton recently. Any good? Uh, any fans of Hamilton? Anyone think it's a good play? Ah, uh, so good. The rapping, the dancing, the singing, and I had no idea you could learn so much about American history in just an hour and a half. Like I had no idea that so many of our founding fathers were black. Um, oh man, that was amazing. Yeah, yeah, especially George Washington. Oh, he was black as fuck. But the voice of an angel, the voice of an angel. You know who else is black with the voice of an angel? This guy. <laughs> no, actually, The Little Mermaid. That's how that joke goes. The Little Mermaid is now. Disney, uh, they're like, we don't give a shit. Race change, gender bender. It's good, you know? They were even like, all right, let's change the genie. Robin Williams, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Will Smith now. Now he's got a black genie, and I think it did Aladdin good, right? Anyone see the live action? Yeah, he's got a lot more self-confidence. I don't know what it is about having the Fresh Prince as your genie, but it's like now in the live action, he's doing parkour off the buildings while singing his monologue. Yeah, guard swords are like, you know, right next to his neck, and he's just like, one jump in front of the law, man, one skip ahead of my doom. <laughs> one skip ahead of your doom? Oh. And then the Little Mermaid, all right, how are they gonna make that like she's she's now she's now black. Yeah, like are they gonna change the movie to, you know, be the Little Mermaid? Uh, I know, I know, that's easy. That's easy. I don't know. Are they gonna be like, all right, she's gonna rap under the sea, like under the sea, she's got red hair, she's a blood, it's like a low-key disc to Crips. No, no, that's probably too easy. You're right, Mark, you're right. No, I think I think it's obvious that it makes sense the Little Mermaid has to be black because as soon as she gets introduced to a white male character, um, she loses her voice. Yeah, that's, that's how you know. That's how you know. Yeah, and then the Mulan trailer dropped. She's Asian. I checked. I checked. Um, but it was kind of crazy. Like, the trailer looks really cool. She keeps her long hair. But then the number one comment on the official release for the Mulan trailer was, well, if the Little Mermaid is black, why can't we just make Mulan Mexican? Yeah, yeah. And I had a big problem with that. So I left a comment on their comment. And I said, well, see, Mulan is an actual Asian historical figure. She was a real Chinese woman that fought for the Chinese emperor's armies in 400 BC. And the Little Mermaid is a fish person. She's not real. She could be purple, and the story still makes sense. Mulan can't be Mexican, otherwise that movie just starts with her going, uh, why am I in China right now? <laughs> or, excuse me, ¿Cuánto estoy en el Chile? ¿Yo soy en Chile? All right, thanks, guys. My name's Robert Hudson. That's been my time. Yeah, yeah, keep it going, you guys. Come on, come on. He's not even off the stage yet. He's not even off the stage yet. And he's about to drop some money down right here. So he definitely deserves at least a little bit. 
one more, at least one more dollar, right? Is what he could do that? Okay. The longer you stay on stage, the more money you have to put in it. How about that? What do you think about that, huh, Pam? He's just like, either that or another post or something, huh? Que estoy aquí en China. That's for you. Just I thought I'd help you out. Estoy aquí en China. Like that. That just little Spanish lesson for him. There you go. All right, you guys. Are you guys ready for our part two of this show? Because we are like on to the next 54 comics coming up next. Do we need to take a little bit of a break, stretch, or anything like that? No? Yeah, we're all good? We're all good? We can keep it going. We're in it. We're in it for the stre- in the trenches. These guys are like, yeah, let's just go. All right, let's give it up for the, be- the guy with the best T-shirt, you guy. The Bernie T-shirt. Please put your hands together now for Matthew Quirk. Yay! Hey guys, I'm not a battle rapper. I don't know if you can tell. Uh, anyway, did you guys hear uh, another guy died from uh, lung disease of vaping? Yeah, it turns out smoking's not that bad for you after all, huh? Because that shit takes 25 years to kill you. What's vaping mean around? Five years? You guys are folding already. Uh, anyway, there's a, a group of people in Michigan who were just like um, bragging how they got uh, chips implanted into their bodies, like little, little chips. And um, remember when chipping was cool? That was chipping. That was taking little bits of hard drugs, claiming not to be an addict. Anyway, chipping, <laughs> chipping. You don't know what chipping is, you nerds? No, chi- like t- heroin. Like I only do heroin on the weekends. I'm chipping. Yeah. This is when people did drugs, you coward microdosers. We took heroic doses back then. Man-sized, a whole bag of mushrooms, not a, just a cap. Half a cap and a torn-up stem. Wimps. Anyway, uh, Mike Pence visited Ireland this past week, and he had a big rally for the people, and um, nobody showed. Zero Irish citizen. That's how you throw shade at a motherfucker, for God's sakes. Anyway, uh, Moscow Mitch, you guys know that Mitch McConnell, Moscow Mitch? Uh, he's claiming that the name Moscow Mitch is just like a sign of McCarthyism. And uh, I think he should be uh, thanking his blessings. It's not a sign of McCarthyism because during McCarthyism, we used to hang traitors. <laughs> Russian spies got executed back then. Uh, anyway, what are you guys doing about it? You guys going to vote for Trump for president again? He's doing such a knockdown. Stand, not again, not, not again, you've learned. Recently the, Trump, recently, the Trump administration said that they were going to cancel food stamps. They're going to start putting heavier restrictions on food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Andrew Yang is promising me $1,000 a month. I mean, everyone's like, who are you going to vote? I'm like, Andrew Yang, man. It's hard to vote against $1,000 a month. They're like, well, what are his policies? I don't know. Well, well what is his views on this? I, I don't know. Well, well, what are the reasons that you have for Andrew? I have a thousand reasons to vote for Andrew Yang, quite frankly. Thank you. I can't believe anyone's, I mean, how, how do you not vote for that guy? 
Anyway, thoughts and prayers to Alabama, everybody, for the hurricane coming soon. I got to work on my, I got to work on my Sharpie-based humor. It's one thing I've learned from Facebook this week. Uh, anyway, there is some good news out of this whole thing. Apparently, uh, a guy from Florida is has bought a thousand generators and he's shipping them to the Bahamas. Finally, a feel-good Florida man story. The one bit of. You know, the shiny on a cloud. Oh, forget it. All right, guys, enjoy the... By the way, Yvette, I fake my orgasms, too, sometimes. I was going to... I fake my orgasms, too. It was, it was in your opening monologue. Keep it going for Matthew, one of the only men who I know who actually fakes orgasms. I love that. That's your, Welcome to the girl club, too. I'm just, just saying. All right, you guys, next. I'm trying to keep it moving because I heard that we have like about 55 people to go still tonight. We're going to be here until like 10 o'clock at night, so that's why I've been going really short. I'm just doing it, doing it quick, right? <sighs> All right. Are you guys ready for your next comic? Yay! That would be a yay! The crowd goes wild! Yay! Look at all this energy. I want to into like he's like, yeah. I want to introduce you like to my baby daddy. Have you guys not seen my da my baby? He's a he's a caramel colored chihuahua. That's my baby. Yeah, this is his daddy right here. Please welcome Zorba Hughes. I date older women because they have a house. It's better to fuck on a bed than a couch. That's why I do that. I recently I went out with a lady who was 50 years old, and the first thing she said to me was, you better not get me pregnant. I was like, two things. A, you're delusional, and B, I'm going to fuck. And that's all I was thinking about. Cool. But I, I was like, uh, sweetheart, don't you know um, she's, uh, that train has long left the station. You're not, you know, you're in menopause. She goes, I can still have periods. Is that true, Yvette? Can women in their 50s still have periods? Yeah. And I just want to know because I don't want to be having the world's oldest baby mama. That's all. You know, we'd be in Lamar's class looking like everybody's parents and shit. That would be so fucking weird, you know. Weirdy, 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 weirdy. Fuck Bitch McConnell, as you mentioned. I can't, he's from my state. Fuck Bitch McConnell. I, want, I think he should step down. Why? Because he don't have a fucking chin. You can't make decisions that affect America if you can't vote a blanket. <laughs> At least be able to put a violin under your neck. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm a stylish dude. As you can see, I like to dress, you know, like to dress. I go to like the grocery store in a tuxedo. That's just how I am. I like to dress. You never know. Be ready for anything, you know. Never know. Crazy. I live in a tenderloin. Crazy thing about living in a tenderloin, you see all the wildest stuff. It's the only place I've been where you'll see an empty wheelchair and not be concerned about where's the person that was in it. I walked past the guy, he was tying off about to shoot up. As I walked past him, I overheard him say, I don't drink soda because soda's bad for my health. That's the tenderloin. I seen a guy with a weak chin, a lazy eye, buck teeth, and he had on a shirt that said, I make pretty babies. That's the tenderloin. You ever had a homeless racist? I have. This guy called me a nigga, then like 30 minutes later, I asked me for change. I'm like, change, you just called me a nigga. Why you gotta bring up old shit? That's the tenderloin. I seen a blind cell phone argument. You know what that's like? I guess this guy got on the cell phone and he said this, when I see you, I'm fucking you up on sight. That's the tenderloin. You ever seen a vegan crackhead? I have. 
That's the fucking tenderloin. I had a guy try to sell me meat at a baby stroller. That's the fucking tenderloin. No, I ain't gotta make this shit up, it happens. You ever been on Hide and Turk? That's what I refer to as the homeless flea market. Why? Because homeless people set up, they find stuff, set it up and try to sell it to you. One time I'm walking on Turk, a homeless guy tried to sell me one shoe. What the fuck I'm gonna do with one shoe? He said, take it one step at a time. What the fuck? That's the tenderloin. Tender, 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 tender. Ain't nothing tender about that. Pam lives there, she knows. Ah, Pam's my oldest friend in, yeah, I know that, right? Her and Yvette, but Pam is the old, Pam is the one I met when I first came to this town. She, every time, I, I hate to bring this up, Pam, but what, what, <laughs> what, whenever you're down, what do I always have to remind you? My, my name. And what is your name? Uh, Pam motherfucking Benjamin. Exactly. Yeah. We only reason we got that again, we went to a show and they wouldn't let us up. And she, we were walking to another show and she goes, I'm Pam motherfucking Benjamin. And I love the ownership she took in that shit. Um, I'll leave you on this. I saw uh, recently they found the original bus that Rosa Parks was on and they're gonna put it in a museum in Detroit where she's from. I think that's so cool, but here's the question I ask. Are they gonna put it in the front of the museum? <laughs> Thank you. for Zorba, you guys. Keep it going for Zorba. Can you guys hear me? Kind of? Yeah? Okay, now I can hear you. Yay! See, that's how I had a chihuahua. I'm just saying. All right, you guys. Let's keep it moving now, and please welcome to the stage Roman Marauder. Hi. Uh, I'd like to do a bit of uh, slut-shaming, if I may. I'm generally... <laughs> I'm generally against that sort of thing, and I think I can be considered something of a slut myself, but I do make exceptions for dogs and uh, Leo Tolstoy. So, you know, all dogs are basically slut. They were bred expressly to love. They have no standards or dignity or anything like that. Um, a dog will love you even if you have a mullet or molest children or both. But uh, also, it's not just pedophiles who love dogs. You know, just any man on Tinder who is posing with a dog He's basically using the dog as a personality substitute, and not a good one. Uh, well, it's either that nowadays or uh, emotional support. And uh, emotional support dog may be even worse, because then you're relying on your emotional support on a member of a different species. And there's very little chance of a human connection going after that. And the only thing worse than that would be an emotional support snake or something like that. And to women who on Tinder write, I'm only here to pet your dog, I would say this, uh, just go to any park. You can pet all the dogs, they don't mind, they're sluts as I've established. <laughs> uh, unless they're emotional support dogs, in which case it would be considered theft. And then um, people always go on about the loyalty of dogs and how if you're a dog owner and you die alone in your apartment as you will, a dog will wait about a week before it's starting to eat you. Uh, while a cat would immediately start laying eggs in your eyes. And I have a problem with that argument. Because first of all, it doesn't matter because you'll be dead, right? And I would love my cat to eat me, um, you know, because I love it. And second, like, if you do love your dog as much as you pretend to, wouldn't you want to give it a nice, fresh corpse rather than a pus-ridden carcass that's been lying there for a week? And the answer to that is no, because as a dog owner, you want the dog to wait, just like it waits for you every day when you abandon it. 
And this cycle of abuse is what you consider a healthy relationship, which I think is shameful. So um, Leo Tolstoy is a slut, isn't he? Yeah. Anyway, that concludes the slut shaming. Um, if I may read a couple of stories. <clears throat> Just as I found her clitoris, she called out from the other room. Then my troubles began. This one is called potatoes. He had a feeling that potatoes will be very popular very soon. Irene would invite him over for a bit of casual sex, and he'd say, I'm afraid I can't. I'm having a potato. It took years for this excuse to become socially acceptable. Uh, this one's called Quality of Life. Uh, this is to inform you that the man who stepped on your heel four years ago and the woman who overcharged you yesterday are having a baby. Uh, a little letter. Uh, Dear Martha, I'm writing to you with my left hand. With my right hand, I am vigorously massaging my sex. I am, as you well know, firmly ambidextrous. I hope my handwriting will convey to you my quiet concern regarding your quarterly sales. And finally, this one is uh, really not funny. <laughs> but that's not my aim. You'd expect calm chamomile or tension tamer to be the most depleted tea boxes in my therapist's waiting room, but no, it's lemon zinger. And on that bombshell, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I, th I thought that wasn't a bombshell. Matter of fact, I have to vote for that you had the best line of the night. Really, that being clitoris, and that's where the troubles began. <laughs> I d we heard that. Definitely we heard that. So I just wanted to let you know. Mm -hmm. All right, you guys. Uh, I don't know. Is Dawn here? I don't think we have Dawn who's here, right? Anyone outside? Huh? Okay. All right. Great. Just wanted to make sure. All right. So let's welcome our next guest. Please welcome to the stage, Mike Evans, Jr. Yay. <laughs> Uh, I went to go visit my parents this weekend, and uh, they're pretty—they're getting pretty old, um, like way too old. Like, like they don't necessarily stop at fully at stop signs anymore, and like they just watch TV all day and just argue with each other. And it scares me because they can vote. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's all these age limits of like, like, oh, you have to be 18 to do this, to be 21 to do that. But shouldn't we cap it off on when you can vote and drive, right? No? You just think old people should be able to just drive whenever until they're, right? Shouldn't there be age limit on drinking too? But like, you know, roller coasters, just old people's flaps flying everywhere. <laughs> just stretching back into people's faces. Just get hit with a vagina when you're on a ride, you know, just flapping in your face, no? This is the highest I've ever been for a set, so we'll see how this goes. Um, I did really well this week. I didn't punch a kid at my job this week. And it's scary because it's like they're special ed. So like if I punch them, I get in even more trouble than I would normally would if I punched another kid. Um, that's a weird thing to say. <laughs> yeah. What, um, I really don't talk about my parents that much in general, but... Um, my dad is like this like hood nigga from Fillmore and my mom is like this super sweet like church lady and 
the reactions to shit is like how I know it comes out in the personality. Cause like I got scammed once, right? Like I signed up for a job and I lost like $2,500, which is a lot if you're 24. And, um, my mom's reaction was, oh, no, Jesus. Oh, no. Oh, God. It's okay, baby. It'll be fine. And my dad's reaction was, what the fuck is wrong with you? What the fuck, nigga? What? 25? Get the fuck out of the house. My mom was like, no, we'll find you a job. I was like, no, that nigga's moving out right now. And so I just feel like I'm, I'm part of both of them, you know? And I feel like that transfers on to my job because um, I work with kids. And sometimes I'm very sweet, and sometimes I just want to, you know, just trip a kid. Going down the stairs. I've thought about it so many times, so many times. Never did it, though. Hopefully none of the teachers are listening right now, right, over the radio. <laughs> I used to be a security guard, though, as you can tell from my jacket. I worked at AT&T Park, and that shit, it was, it was kind of like working with kids a little bit, because everybody's just drunk and just pretending like they're watching the game. No one ever watches the game at the baseball stadiums, right? You're at 18C Park, or what, Oracle Park now, I think it's called. Everything else is just so much more exciting. It's white women walking around everywhere. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> um, hmm. I have a girlfriend now. Talked about that before. It's a little weird because I was such a hoe in the past. Like, I've had sex with, like, all her friends before we started dating. And, like, perfect time for the horn. And, um... And like also her roommate, and it was like, it's, it's rough. Or it was rough, she's just super cool, but I don't know, I, I used to always get offended at like girls who I felt like had sex with like t all my friends, and then at me, they were like, oh no, I have standards, like I can't, I can't fuck you, otherwise it's too low. You know, like I know a porn star personally. I know, uh, do you know if you've ever heard of Sydney Cole? No? Just type it in when you get home. She's like actually from San Francisco, and like, I remember she rejected me a long time ago, and now she's like fucking old dudes who shouldn't vote. My name is Mike. Yay, Mike, thank you very much, thank you. It's true though, you know, about uh, people in different ages, huh? You kind of like start looking at them and, and you know, and kind of going like, hmm, making this assessment. Like I'm thinking that people, we have like three stages in life, you know, like people have their youth and to me that's like when you have your parents do everything. And some people are lucky enough to stretch that shit all the way into their 30s and 40s, you know what I mean? Like especially here, it's like, uh, I don't know. Then I, f then I feel like you have this category of, you know, uh, adulthood. That's when you do the shit yourself, right? And then after that you get to be what I'm calling crotchety, you know? Crotchety, that's like people in their 80s. I'm just saying that because that's my mom, you know? It's, it's like shit just changes, you know? And you just look at that and, and it's like, all right, crotchety, that's what I want to be. I just want to be crotchety. I'd have a lot more shit to talk about with that, but now I can't do that because guess what? Remember we were looking for a Don? Couldn't find Don? Well, Don showed up. So now let's please welcome to the stage, Don Lee. <laughs> All right, thanks for having me still. Um, did everyone have a good long weekend last week? Yeah. All right, all right. I didn't really do shit, man. Um, I did watch uh, Crazy Rich Asians for the first time this weekend. Has anyone else seen that movie before? Not a single fucking person. Wow, this joke's not gonna make any goddamn sense. Um, that's a joke I wanna work on, so fuck it. Uh, cool, so for people who haven't seen it, which is all of you guys, for context, this is the first Hollywood movie with an all-Asian cast, all right? 
every single person in that movie is an Asian American. A very exciting time to be an Asian American. Finally get to see someone that looks like me on the big screen. So naturally, I was very excited. Um, all my friends had watched it, really liked it. So I was very excited to watch it. Um, and my honest opinion, guys, that movie was uh, fucking trash. Fucking hated it. And here's why, right? Here's why. Like, you have to look at it from my perspective, right? Like, the Asian male lead in this movie is someone I'm supposed to want to, like, relate to, be like, and, you know, just someone I can look up to and be, a, like, a good role model for me, right? Because, quite frankly, there haven't been a lot of strong Asian male, uh, male role models in movies in Hollywood. Um, so I just was naturally wanted to see someone who looked like me. Um, and the Asian male lead, the guy the cast for this character was the whitest Asian dude I've seen in my entire fucking life. I was like, that motherfucker does not look like me. Like, that would be like if Clay Thompson uh, was playing Black Panther. Like, that is how light-skinned this guy was. Um, and for me, I was like, all right, like, you know, I think w what pissed me off the most was that the, the, the casting wasn't very discreet. Like, they wouldn't even try to hide the fact that this guy was an Asian, right? Um, so the actor who played this guy, his name uh, is Henry Golding. Henry Golding. Bitch, I've never met an Asian guy with the last name with more than one syllable. Mr. Golding, you're not fucking Asian. Uh, secondly, I, Henry, like, when's the, last time, when's the last time you met an Asian dude named Henry? That's like an old white guy name. Like, the last Henry I met was like fucking King Henry IV. That's the last Henry I met. Um, and the guy, like Henry Golding, he's from the UK. He literally grew up in the UK. He has a British accent. He sounds like Asian Harry Potter. How the fuck am I supposed to relate to Asian Harry Potter? Um, but I think the worst part for me was that the movie, it was, wasn't really realistic. Um, it didn't really capture what it's like growing up to be an Asian American, right? Um, so for context, this guy, Henry Golding, his character, he's like the richest, hottest guy in all of Asia. He could literally fuck whoever he wants. And, and the entire movie, he's chasing after this like poor Chinese girl who's like, a seven out of ten at best, right? Like, like you want to make a real Asian movie? Uh, he would have went after the white bitch. That's a goddamn real Asian movie. That's the fucking Asian dream, right? That's the shit I want to see. Like, even in fucking porn, I can't see the Asian guy fucking a white girl. Like, this is not realistic enough, I guess. Um, but no, I think I think Hollywood heard my complaints about you know getting a better Asian male lead. And so, I don't know if you guys have heard, but they actually just cast, Marvel just cast their first Asian superhero uh, for next year. His name's Shen Lee, that's the, guy's, that's the character's name. Very, very exciting to see an Asian guy, you know, suiting up for the Avengers next to Thor, next to Iron Man. Is that the one minute, Bill? Okay, cool. Um, but I was thinking about it, I was like, wait a minute, I don't, I don't know if, 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 if like an Asian guy can be a superhero, you know? Like, I thought about it, like, when was the last time we had an Asian superhero? And I realized, do you guys remember watching uh, Avengers Infinity War? Uh, that monk, he was friends with, uh, with Doctor Strange. Ming, you remember him, the Asian guy? Uh, he was in the first 10 minutes of the movie, fighting bad guys, doing his thing. And the second he heard that Thanos was coming, the motherfucker left in the first 10 minutes of the movie. He went away. Like, Asian people, we do not like danger. We will walk away from that shit. I just don't think an Asian superhero is very realistic. Um, and to top it off, uh, people in China were, like, surveying, like, hey, like, like, what do you think about this, uh, about this dude? And they were, like, fucking ungrateful motherfuckers, right? They said, this character that they got, uh, he's too ugly to be a superhero. I was like, holy shit. You're absolutely right. Asian people are too goddamn ugly to be a superhero. How can we be in Avengers with fucking Thor, Captain America? Like, they should have got a white guy to play us. They should have got Henry Golding to fucking play us. All right, thank you guys. That's my time. Hey, awesome. Cool. Thank you very much for finally showing up so you can school the rest of us on uh, Asian porn. That was We needed it, I think, you know. Uh, but is that true that they are going to have uh, an Asian character for Marvel? Really? 
Wow, that is so awesome. I come, they just don't have any Latino characters, though. I'm pissed about that, you know, but I can just imagine what they would do with that shit with the marketing department, huh? Right? You know, they fuck it all up, right? It's, you've got to be dancing. Of course, you've got to be dancing, you know? What's your superpower going to be? Oh, I, can, I got this ladder, and I got some oranges, and I can throw it across the border. Not the U.S.-Mexico border, but across to the Canadian border. Like, what kind of superpower? Okay, that's my rant. All right, sorry. Let me, I need to shut up, because we need to get on with the rest of the people. Okay, all right. Please welcome to the stage Jack Ferguson, you guys. What's up, everybody? How we doing? Uh, have you ever heard someone have the same thought as someone else and they say like, hey, great minds think alike? You've heard that? You know what other kind of mind thinks alike is medium minds. Like, just because you and your buddy wanted to go to IHOP at the same time doesn't mean you're a genius, you know? Like, hey man, these hash browns could use sriracha. Yeah, I was thinking that. Great minds. No. It's a medium mind, you know? It's a medium mind. Uh, Glad that bit killed. Uh, I'm against abortion. I'm pro-life. I think if you have a life inside of you, it's sacred. And uh, you know you need to keep it. And you can't get rid of it if it's inside of you. And that's why I'm also against getting rid of tapeworms. Because uh, that's a sacred life that's inside of you. And uh, shouldn't be killed. You know, that's against, it's in the Bible. Don't get rid of tapeworms. Uh, I'm, no, I'm kidding. I'm, I'm pro-abortion. Um, vehemently pro. I think everyone should get one, actually. I think if you have a baby, you should abort it. Uh, um, not even for like population control reasons or for feminism. I just think abortion's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like it's like it's like pump faking God, right? Like you, th you thought <laughs> like, like like oh, you thought you were gonna bring us. <laughs> I hate that I can't use that bit and with anyone besides comedian, but <laughs> it's fucking. Um, I saw a homeless person shoot up the other day, and then he pulled out his phone after he was just relaxing on his phone afterwards, which meant that he was addicted to heroin, which is the most addictive drug in the world, but he loves Apple enough not to sell his smartphone for a pack. Like, what is he even using that phone for either? Like, he, is he calling his friends? He could just yell, like, they're also outside. Um, like, does he have an Instagram account? Like, what is he? Does he just posting sepia tone filtered needles on the street? Like, hashtag Monday Funday or like, I don't, I don't know. Um, he's not using Uber. I don't think he's using Uber. Uh, have you guys ever, you know, like, sometimes people will say, like, oh, I'm not a drama person. And that means that they're a drama person. <laughs> like, if, you s if anyone ever says, oh, I hate drama, it means that they fucking love drama. You know, I saw a person on The Bachelor, I was watching The Bachelor the other day, willingly by myself. Uh, and one of the girls on the show was like, oh, I'm not a drama person. It was like, you're a reality TV star. That's literally what you do for a living. You are a drama person. You could put that on your LinkedIn. Uh, cool. Uh, <laughs> I was... Uh, what do I want to work on for the last thing? You know how sometimes if something bad will happen to you, people will be like, oh, it's all part of God's plan, you know? Like, what is he planning? Like, 
what is like why does his plan involve all of my baseball cards getting eaten by mice like this is a really intricate plan and i feel like the setup isn't worth the payoff you know so all right thanks guys i'm jack you guys keep it going for him he did a great job he did a great job all right got about uh, two dozen more people uh so let's welcome casey where is he Man and woman just can't hang oh wait wait casey had to pee casey had to pee all right <laughs> let's see if you can hold it all right thanks yeah that was quite an intro oh man holy shit I'm holding it. All right. Uh, hey, everybody. How you doing? Great. I'm not being dismissive. I'm just looking down at my phone so I can start recording this. Okay. Um, I feel, uh, I've been feeling angry lately, uh, which is kind of a weird thing for me. Like, I, I mean, most of you guys know me. You're like, yeah, dude, you're beta as fuck. Like, <laughs> what's, what's going on in your life? Well, uh, uh, I think that the biggest thing, well, the big, I had a sign first. I had a sign that like maybe something was wrong. Like what first started was like uh, I actually visited uh, my parents and I was just sitting on the couch just hanging out while my mom was doing something in the kitchen and uh, she had this like smooth jazz on in the background. Just really like, you guys ever listen to like K KKSF or like any of that like smooth jazz? <laughs> 103.7. Yeah, cool. Dude, our moms hang out and brunch, probably. All right? Anyway, um, <laughs> tag you on Facebook. You're like, no, no. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I was, uh, I was sitting there, and I was just going, fuck. I really enjoy this right now. Something's going on. Like, I'm officially old. What the fuck? Like, saxophone solos are sick. I had no idea all this time. I was like, hey, man, that's super lame. Something Ron Burgundy would do. And then now I'm just going like, yeah, I wish I had a saxophone. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? I, uh, I have been feeling a little angry lately. Um, but, uh, <laughs> a buddy of mine uh, recently got a divorce, uh, which was a, a sad thing for him, kind of a happy thing for the rest of us. Uh, <laughs> they don't like to hang out with him on the weekends. Um, but uh, I remember, basically the story is that like his wife ran away with some guy and now lives in South America. She's just like up and left, like just like in his, from his perspective, just like that, right? Just one day he comes home from work and there's like all her shit's gone, right? And, uh, and I remember like talking to my wife about it. I was just like, you, you wouldn't do anything like that to me, right? Like that's horrific. She's like, no, I wouldn't just up and leave you like that. I'd give you a long explanation first, and then, and then after we talked about it and you understood why I didn't like you anymore. Um, that was actually true. Uh, <laughs> I am that guy. No. Uh, I also, uh, when I visited my mom, I'm just giving you all the reasons why I'm upset. Is that okay? I'm just upset. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, when I visited my mom, um, one of the things was like my parents didn't show up to my wedding because they don't believe in that stuff. It's a real, yeah, that's real. I feel like I can share this with you guys because you're all fucked up, but like with most people, that would just automatically make them f feel sorry for me, whereas you guys are just like, 
<laughs> but uh, it's true. And I, when I first told my mom I was getting married, I was just like, uh, hey, mom, I'm, I'm going to get married soon. And she's like an Asian immigrant that has like a completely different perspective on it. And she was just like, oh, okay, that's very nice. Just kind of the obligatory kind of response, just like, congratulations. And then she kind of paused and looked back at me and she goes, can I ask you a couple questions about it? And I was like, yeah, what's up? She goes, why? And I was like, oh, I guess I'll go with the obvious answer, like love. And she was just, she had this look on her face. She was just like, what does that have to do with it? I don't understand any of this. All right, my time's up. Thank you for being here. See ya. Yes, you guys. Casey got to hold it. Koenig, exactly. Thank you very much. Did a good job. Did a good job having to hold it, you know? I'm just saying. Hey, and smooth, dude, smooth jazz, smooth jazz is the shit, dude. I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, it is. You got to, yes. No, you got to listen to it. There's this one song, though. It is very, very sexual. It's a classic song, uh, sensual and sexual, literally. And it's uh, by Gato Barbieri, and it's called, um, it's called Europa. You know, you should listen to it. It's like, it has this whole crescendo that goes this. You're like, oh, my God. It's just, I'm telling you. Okay, I got to change the channel in my head. Yeah, okay, way too much, way too much here. All right, you guys, this next person is one of the hardest working comedians in the city that I know of, at least. So please welcome to the stage, Duat Mai. I know it's true. Thank you, thank you. You said hardest working, and I, you said hardest working, and my mind drifted off. Thank you. Thank you. I, uh, I had to hold my pants up because uh, I put it on after I ate and uh, my stomach was big enough to, you know, fill it. But then like an hour later, it went down and now I regret not having my belt because I keep having to do that. What? Yeah, I'm very elastic. I'm like Mr. Fantastic without uh, the girl, you know. It is amazing. I'm a, I'm a medical miracle, they said. And then I escaped and I wrote jokes and now I'm here. <laughs> hey, all right, guys. I was thinking, okay, this is where the material comes in, but all right, why are, okay, this is me trying to make you guys think that I just came up with this, okay? <laughs> okay, guys. Um, hey, babies are cute, right? Uh, so why? I think it's because they're not tall, right? Like if a baby's height reached your chest, like breastfeeding it would be physically easier, but uh, mentally like way harder. You know, the baby goes, I'm hungry, Ma. And you go, I'm scared. <laughs> Just, uh, go over there. I'll throw you the ball. <laughs> I mean, the fucking thing. Babies, you know. I, I did a joke about babies, and no one said anything, so now i got to make up about something that somebody said to uh, make fun of them for uh, heckling me. <laughs> I want to play the good guy in this play. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, oh, my mind just drifted into drama. Oh, did you... Do you guys ever do that? You got drama like last night, and I'm trying to do comedy, and then it just drifts back into drama? I'm like, man, I'm gonna be an actor. Fuck that. My mind's going there anyways. Man, somebody tried to fight me yesterday. It's the craziest thing in the world. Fuck. I had to fend them off, but then I ran them off, and somebody you guys all know. Ooh, it's drama. Anyways, back to comedy. <laughs> All right, here's a comedic thought that I had uh, in a day full of drama. All right, so referees, they enforce the rules, and prisoners uh, break the rules, so how come they're wearing the same clothing? Uh -huh. Maybe somebody should wear polka dots. 
Right, the prisoners are wearing horizontals uh, so that uh, when you look at them through the bars, it's easier to see him, you know, because if it was vertical, the jailer would go, where did he go? Oh, there he is. Okay, I feel like I bored you guys, which I felt right. <laughs> My feelings are correct. <laughs> hey, uh, you guys ever see, you guys ever know any identical twins, you know? You know how like, they get along great? It makes me think that world peace is possible, except that uh, we just all have to look alike. <laughs> oh, I got agreement on that one. All right, I can just leave the ballpark now like a hero. <laughs> hey, you guys just peered into my subconscious. Get out, get out, and go. <laughs> leave! I don't know. This is what you get for uh, fucking turning down a billion dollars. This is... Did it happen? You'll never know. You'll never know. Anyways, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for letting me talk to you. I gotta go. Bye. Yay, do up, Mike, who has a single best asset that every woman wants, which is the ability to lose weight just like that. I mean, can you believe that? Who, who, who? Hello. All right, you guys. I've got a very, very special guest for you coming up next. Please welcome. Pam motherfucking Benjamin. Yay. Thanks for hosting a bit. Yay. Happy hour. Yay. I'll put my little horn down and stuff. You guys, I'm fucked. I made this weed bread today and I was hungry and I couldn't stop eating it and I am fucked up right now and it's only going to get crazier. Yeah, it's Woo! What? This is gonna be fun. Uh, hey, 2020's coming up. There's a race that's gonna be run. I don't know who you guys are, you know, who's your front runner, but you know who I think should run? Forrest Gump. Hey. Remember that guy? I was running for president. This is someone I can get behind. Trump versus Gump, I'm in, right? Like, pretty evenly matched, both businessmen. They both have special needs. You know, they're both fictional characters. Uh, but I can get behind Forrest Gump. I mean, he went to war, right? Like, where is Donald Trump gonna run? He has bone spurs, he can't run anywhere. He's a fat McDonald's eating fuckbag. He can't run anywhere. Forrest Gump, 2020. Tom Hanks, he's been, he's, no, no one remember Forrest Gump, Jenna. I, she had AIDS, there was a box of chocolates, nobody, Sally Field played his mother when she played his love interest in Punchline in the 80s. Isn't that funny that here's a woman, you go from being a love interest to a mom like that. <laughs> like, oh, my future's so great, I just can't wait. I mean, that's so fun. Uh, I am ridiculously high right now, you guys. Uh, and, and I just came back uh, from Europe, so that was crazy. Uh, do you ever get so high that you forget how your own shower works? Anybody else? Just me. I have no idea how my shower works right now. I'm like, hot, cold, ah! It's like Airbnb in your own home, ah! Why is there cat litter all over the floor? Oh! I actually, it was like invasion of the cat snatchers. I left like kind of a standoff kid, standoffish kitty who wasn't like snuggly or friendly. And I came back and my cat fucking loves me! <laughs> who knew a 
cat could learn a lesson. Fuck, like, right? You just, I just abandoned it for a month. There's no other relationship that you can abandon it. Maybe with like a 26-year-old guy. You can abandon it for a month, and then they're like, oh, I love you, I need you, I can't believe I lived without you in my life. It's a kind of cat. I don't understand cat calling. Uh, it's it, it, Actually, I kind of do understand it now because I was trying to call my cat, and you're like come here kitty and it's like fuck your face I'm not coming anywhere near like it's the same thing with women actually I got cat called on the way here tonight and it was totally crazy I was walking by and this guy said you ugly fucking bitch and I was like wow negging me on a cat call this is wow I just wanna I don't know what is the motivation behind that it's like you just want me to feel badly like you don't know that my mom just texted me Jesus is calling you you don't give a fuck dude do you I was walking by another guy and he said, girl, you've been a long, living a long time to look 22. That's not catcalling, that's complimenting. That is like a well-formed fucking compliment. I love it. I got another one. A man said, uh, oh, you got a nice fit on today. I'm like, ooh, double entendre. I am fit. I'm wearing an outfit. But then he said, nice skirt. Can I get under there and get a sniff? Oh, you went from complimenting to catcalling so quickly. And why do you want to smell what's under my skirt? It smells like my boyfriend's cum. Come on, dude. That's kind of gay. That's weird. Why would you want to do that? Fucking weirdo. Uh, thanks so much for laughing at my jokes, everybody. I've been Pam Benjamin. Yvette Fernandez. Yay, Pam motherfucking Benjamin, you guys. Yay. It's so true, you know, I think there is such a huge distinction between uh, cats and dogs, you know, but I think it's really interesting that uh, people always talk about dogs being like a man's best friend. I don't know, I just, I think that dogs are more like, more like women, you know what I mean? Like, they just get distracted just so easy, and they just want to cling on to you and just love you, and it's like, let's go here, let's go there. Oh, look, shoes. See, women, just dogs, same. I don't know. That's my thinking. All right, you guys, we're down to the last few. Let me make sure that everybody is here. Is Michael here? Is Michael here? Michael's not here? Michael, what a douche. I know Cole is here, right? And Starler? And Christian? Yeah, and Mark? Yeah, we're here? All right, let's just, let's keep it going then. Forget about Michael. Let's go now to Cole Chapman, you guys. <laughs> have time to go take my CBD. What the fuck? How you guys doing? You know what's crazy is I said the same thing about women and everybody got mad at me. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so well, women are dogs, right? No. <laughs> it's like, the fuck? <laughs> Kill that man. Um, how we doing? Mutiny Radio. Well, hanging in there. All comics. I don't recognize you. You look like a, a youthful Bam Margera. Good for you. Yes. <laughs> have you seen him lately, Bam Margera? Ooh, I watched a 40-minute YouTube documentary. <laughs> you ever do that? You what, you just like suddenly on YouTube watching 50 minutes of content <laughs> about some fucking 2000 star you've totally forgot about, <laughs> and it's the most enthralling thing you've ever seen. Anyways, it's not going good for that guy. Uh, should move on. Talk about something else. Fantasy football. I'm excited about. You play fantasy football, dude? No? Anybody else? Jack. Hey, we're in a league together, dude. We're this is good times, man. It's a little weird, though, you know, because it's like every time I go into a fantasy football draft now, like we know too much about players and their like personal lives that like half the time you're kind of considering like when you're trying to draft somebody, there's a good chance you're also condoning a crime. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's kind of weird. Like good players, Tyreek Hill, one of the best wide receivers in the league right now. 
just got caught beating his kid. Two game suspension, that's fine, I guess. <laughs> One for each traumatic memory he's gonna, <laughs> you know, be trying to recite to his therapist later. But he's still, he's like, he's like, what is his ADP? 25? It's pretty high. <laughs> like he's still, he's going, he's he's good. Every time someone drafts somebody, I gotta like make fun of him. I'm like, ha ha, you endorse child abuse, bah ha. I told it to my friend who drafted him, and he was like, no, man, it's not that I like child abuse. It's just that I like the potential for 1,000-yard seasons more than I dislike child abuse. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, if you got to logic your way into anything, you, can, that's, you might as well start there, you know? Too dark? Let's move on. Ha-ha. I don't know. It's strange. The, re the moment I realized it was fucked up, I was telling someone about my team, and I used the word allegedly nine times. It's <laughs> 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 like, that's, that's nine too many times. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, for my professional sporting, I don't know, man. It's, maybe it's something about the impacts, you know? Who knows? I don't know. It is kind of weird. I do, uh, I do like games. I like, uh, oh, oh let's, uh, my favorite part about fantasy football before we get off this are the prizes. We only have a $20 buy-in. That's kind of whack. I like bigger, better, fucking strong, more intense things. Like, I got a main league, this, this league I've been in for a while. We got a new thing. If you come in last in my fantasy football league, you have to join the Church of Scientology. What do you think? <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> it's like set those lineups, dude. You <laughs> you don't want to be go you don't want to go missing come no November. You know what I mean? I don't know. Whole gang, uh, thank you, guys in khakis, show up just like me. Hey, all right. Uh, I don't know, man. I do like games. I like uh, uh, almost too much, man. I got a I got an email the other day, very concerning. It was like, hey, congratulations on 3,500 hours of PlayStation 4. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh shit, like, that's like, that was like the worst, you're like, uh-oh, like you, that was terrible, like you never want your vice to send you the high score, <laughs> you know what I mean, that was fucked up, <laughs> it's like, just be honest, just be like, congratulations on giving us your 20s, like that would have been way better, uh, anyways, I'm out of time, you guys have been great, I'm cool timing, give it up for even. Very cool, very cool. That was Cole, Cole Chapman, you guys, allegedly. Allegedly, though. How we doing? We're good? We're good? We still got the energy? No, you guys are just, uh, I can see that. You see that? I'm trying. I'm trying to help you out, see, because we need energy up here, right? You guys, you know that. Everybody who's up there, let's just give it a little bit. Dig deep, dig, breathe. I mean, breathe di deep. Shit, I can't even talk. Whew. And let's just let it all out and give some effort for our next performers, which are our last three of the night, you guys, okay? So put your hands together for Starler Burns. What's up, Mutiny? Our time together tonight is short, so we gotta make it sweet. How's it going? Yeah. Uh, so I guess I'll start with a rhetorical question. Did anyone else start masturbating young enough that they were concerned what Santa Claus would think? <laughs> Turned out he was cool with it. And Christmas 1999 was the best Christmas ever. Okay. So I'm a complicated man. I do not know how to pair my strong support for abortion rights with my strong desire to wear a t-shirt that's got a little punk rock baby on it, and he's flipping the bird, and beneath him it says, abort this, bitch. <laughs> like, sorry, Planned Parenthood, but that, that would be a great t-shirt. 
You just gotta remember the comma between abort this and bitch, or you totally change that shirt's message. Y'all wanna hear an impression? You like impressions? Say if you wanna hear an impression. We speak in full sentences at Mutiny. Yes, I would like to hear an impression. Okay, thank you, Cole. Uh, here's my impression of every guy on every 90s sitcom. Ready? I sure hope no one thinks I'm a homosexual. Cause I'm not! Ugh. I feel like that's just the 90s, encapsulated. Does that resonate with anyone? Like, I feel like every time you're watching a 90s sitcom, the boys will like get startled and hug onto each other for a moment and realize what they're doing and ugh. Just hug your bros, man. It's a cruel, dying world. Just hug your fucking bros. Then maybe jerk them off later. Uh, let's see, what was the next thing I wanted to do? That's right. My boss had a meeting with us. He was trying to motivate us. And he closed it by saying, as Imro Lagasse would say, we've got to kick it up a notch. <laughs> Oh my god, I had to excuse myself. Those dated references, man, it's just oxycotton to the small tiny mining town that is my veins. Like, a lot of times I wish that I was a hack comedian in the 90s because straight up, hey, you folks heard of these in sync guys? In sync? More like insufferable. Am I right? Give me some Green Day any day. Am I right? Here's my impression of Ricky Martin at Starbucks. I'm living La Vida Mocha. I'm living La Vida Mocha. You folks worried about that Y2K thing, Y2K? You know what I think? I think we're gonna be A-OK. -okay. And with that, I am out of time. We have so little time left. This is a hard stop at eight. Let's get our last two comics up here. Yes, living la vida mocha. I like that. I like that. I know. Well, you know, I'm trying to. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Love that music you're playing. That is so cool. That, is that, I think, Cole, I think that's kind of like jazzy-ish, sort of, right? That's kind of like, you know up that alley there. All right, you guys, we have our, we're down to our last two performers tonight, and we want to definitely give them some good energy. Why? Because they've been so generous with their times being here, sitting on their ass while all the rest of us are up here. So now let's let them have some of our energy too, right? Yes, is that good? All right, please put your hands together for Christian Collins. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. So, I read the other day something kind of funny. Um, it was that Lego received a lot of complaints from blind people that they didn't print their instructions in Braille. I thought that was interesting, right? Did they think it was? Did they know what they were writing to? Do you think it was like a Scrabble game or something that they couldn't find the board with? Like, what are all these bumps on these things? Fuck. All right. <laughs> Um, I'm basically, I'm just going to get, uh, I'm going to start a rant on um, Blue Lives Matter, just because I was cut off by a car that had a big Blue Lives Matter sticker on this. Everyone knows what the Blue Lives Matter is. It basically looks like a pirate American flag endorsed by Monster Energy Drink. 
Basically, Blue Lives Matter is like saying doctors get sick too and that we should be concerned about them. You know what I mean? But doctors should be able to take care of that situation. Like if a cop gets shot, it's like, was he the best police officer? You know what I mean? Does anyone hear a cop? We're all, we're all okay. Because I was going to say, I'll play the race card for everybody, but it looks like we're all the same race card over here. Um, yeah, I think this might have been gone pretty, pretty poorly, but... Um, so uh, I also read earlier today that uh, all these people are getting really sick from vapes and stuff. Yeah, it turns out those high schoolers were not giving me USB drives. They were asking me to buy something else. All right, everybody. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to call it quits with total silence. But thank you, everybody, for listening, and I appreciate it. All right. I like that. That was great. Short and sweet. To the point. Yeah, just, you know, why? Why, why, why belabor the point? Exactly. That was good. Uh, all right, you guys. I just wanted to remind you to continue to support Mutiny Radio. Make sure to do all your postings and taggings and everything else. But do more than that. Just say, like, Mutiny Radio is the bomb. It's the shit, okay? Something like that. That's, that's important. That's worth to uh, maybe five dollars if you say it's the shit maybe it's ten dollars i think i don't know it's, it's got a higher value to it in other words all right you guys speaking of value we are down to our last performer of the evening please put your hands together and welcome to the stage mr mark Neuer. yay yo uh who smokes weed yeah yeah Weed smokers, cool. You ever been so high you gotta take an extra shower to come down a little bit? <clears throat> yeah, edibles, fuck. Edibles will change your life. Edibles will change your life. If you don't have a shower, but you have an edible, don't take the edible until you can acquire a shower. Because you're gonna need a shower. I'm telling you right now. You pop an edible, if you can't at least take three shits and three extra showers, don't take your edible. Don't do it. You're going to have a panic attack until you start crying. And then you're going to look like a fool on John Daly Boulevard, shitting behind your truck. Can't do it. Take an edible at home. Cool. You ever been so high, you can actually taste the cotton mouth? Your tongue turns into like a cat tongue? It's fucked up. I think that's why cats don't smoke weed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's why cats don't smoke weed. They got those cat tongues. Their tongues are dry as fuck. That's a, that's a dry fucking tongue. How are you going to smoke weed get caught in mouth with that dry? But you'll explode. That's why cats don't smoke weed. Dogs smoke weed all the time. My dog gets high as fuck constantly. <laughs> Running around, playing with her little ball. The ball's bigger than she is. I have a puppy. It's a, like a teacup Yorkie. She's like, what, four pounds now? She's a... She used to be a pound and a half, now she's a fat fucking loaf. No, I'm just kidding, she's still tiny as fuck. She's an angel um, because I killed her. And now she's in heaven as an angel. Her name is Bean. Bean, like little pinto bean, like little bean, like little coffee bean. She, um, she shits and pisses uh, everywhere, all the time. I should have named her Peeve because she's a pet. Great. (laughs) 
I just want to, you guys see these yoga pants walking around? See these yoga pants walking around? I just want to, I just want to punch every pair of yoga pants that I see. Just, I just want to punch it w with my face. I just want to face punch every pair of yoga pants walking down the street um, right now. <laughs> Great. I asked, uh, I asked this girl to come to a bar with me, and she was like, uh, can my friend come? And I was like, uh, can your friend participate in sucking my dick? No response. So I guess not. Uh, let's see. You ever hear the saying, speak when spoken to? I was told that a lot as a kid, but no one speaks to me. So I just talk a lot. Cool. My new pickup line is I just walk up to a group of women. I'm like, hey, uh, do you guys validate here? It's like a parking joke. Okay, cool. Bye. I like that. Do you validate? That's a good one. That's a very good one. Excellent. All right, you guys, did you have fun? Yeah. Yes, we had a great time, right? Let's thank Pam. Thank Yvette, everyone. Clap wildly for Yvette Fernandez. And thank Yay. you guys for allowing me to be here. I had a great time, even though we were like on this like speed dating. But it was still fun. It was still good. You kind of get a little bit, you know. I guess that's kind of like the tip, right? Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. Continue to support Mutiny Radio and Pam. And thank you very much. Yay. Have a good night. Yay. Without a patter. We'll gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Jester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Mufi's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. 
They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. Thank you. 